Episode 7 is here. Um, we're back from Iowa City. Colin, tap, tap your mic. Make sure it's working. Okay. Yeah, it's is working. it working? Yeah, it's working. Okay. All right, we're good. All right. Um, <coughs> well, fellas, that was a trip. Call it a trip. Heck of a trip. Heck of a trip. Yeah. Want to know. Yeah, want to know this wanna week. Know. Despite some bullshit. Um, our picks were not want to know this week, but we'll get to that later. Our picks suck. Not mine. I would no, avoid 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 Garrett and I's picks like they're the plague right now. We're we're down about two grand between us, so it's a disaster. It's actually I'm down four hundred and sixty dollars less than I thought I was. Oh, there you go. Well, I'm up two hundred on the street. year, but it was just the last weekend was just an apocalypse. Like I went from being up fourteen hundred to being up two hundred in the span of like seventy two yeah, hours. Michigan not covering went up twenty eight zero. No, the Yankees not winning. The Yankees <laughs> not winning in the eleventh inning. They're the worst. Was bad. That, that killed me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have, loved to have been flying the wall when that that walk off was hit. Did I tell you about did I tell you about the parlay I had? Yes. Oh, yeah. You, it was an, it was a thousand dollar swing. <laughs> it was legitimately a thousand dollar swing. Like the amount of stones you have oh, to have to put a hundred dollar parlay oh, on the yeah. Steelers at plus two eighty and the Yankees at plus one fifty. Mm. Pays off a thousand dollars. I look up and I'm. I had no point in time did I think this was gonna hit. Like this was a complete flyer. And I look up and the Steelers are up twenty-one nothing. I didn't even think they were gonna win the game. I was just like <laughs> hoping for a miracle. I'm like, oh my god. And it hits me. I'm like, the Yankees are gonna let me down. I'm like, there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. Then Judge hits the home run to go up two-one, and I'm like, guy's the next fucking captain. I'm like, here we go. I'm like, let's ride. And then Aaron Boone's the worst manager I've ever seen. <laughs> Brian Cashman should be fired. Like, I've never, and last yesterday's game was the worst. I've never, I was shaking at work. I was, like, throwing things at the TV. Like, I've never been so mad during a baseball game. Jesus But Christ. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, On to Iowa City. Yeah. Yeah, let's just let's just get into it. What did you think of the trip? What you, Dow, what about you? What did you think of the trip in general? I thought Iowa City was honestly pretty nice. It was, was honestly a, a lot. It was, it, was. On, it was a lot like State College, but like a little bit bigger. It was a very. It was like just a college town in the middle of nowhere. The people are weird, though. People are weird, but very nice. Yeah, very honestly, nice. honestly, very some nice. honestly the nicest away fans I've ever experienced. Good bars, good food. It, you know, it has stadium. A, I loved the stadium. Was pretty the stadium cool. Was I cool. I thought the I thought oh, the atmosphere was, was cool. cool. I so did I. The stripe out was pretty sweet. They only got loud on like third downs and like in some big. Not consistently yeah, loud. Not consistently loud. Not, not, no, not yeah, consistently loud. Um, but I like the setup of downtown where like all those bars were like right by each other. Yeah. I, I thought the that little like kind of like square area they had. Yeah, was it was kind of cool. it was pretty sweet. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the, you know, um, yeah. I can definitely De- see why the the environment isn't like super 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 intimidating. I can definitely see why weird shit happens though. I feel yeah. like it lulls teams to sleep. Well, it's it, also it's well, it's also because the fans are like right next to the sideline. Right sideline. there, like you're right there. I mean, it the the hospital looms. It yeah. just it just like it looms. Well, and over and your some shoulder. people and some people sold out and waved to it. All three of us. And you and were. not not to say that like I support it, it wasn't consistent. I'm not I'm not going against that curse. It wasn't <laughs> consistently loud, but it does get loud. Oh, it, it get it, it definitely does get loud. And, and it's not like they have this like 
their student section's kind of small. It's not them. I, I it's like think... this like group of like it gets really loud. It like, was the, the older people zone. to get loud. I yeah. think it wasn't the students. Yeah, it's the rest yeah. of the fans. The student section was filled like forty five minutes. Before. No, that was impressive that was how bad. filled the student section yeah. was before. Like you know what? when I, I saw that, there's only like seven thousand students. I yeah, seats, yeah, but. Well, when I and saw what, how, what else do they have to do in Iowa? Before? They have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. But when they I saw also, how like, filled it was, worship corn there, like oh, actually do that is, that, the, and like farmers. They fit the stereotype. And here's the thing: all the bars who went in, I was looking for like you know fried corn, something like that. I was gonna order. I was gonna be like, yeah, let's get some Iowa with corn, but it wasn't on the menu. Yeah, so I'm confused well, I got by some that. Big fried pork loin. That was Iowa. You so did. It was you good. Did. You did. It was really good, actually. Yeah, we got a lot of fried stuff there. Um, oh, it was all fried stuff. All stuff just just terrible for you. Very. Cheese Very curds. southern. Amer- America mm. needs farmers. Po- poutine. Dude, do. Poutine. Give me some poutine, as the French yeah. call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about the game a little bit. It was um, or get like sticking with the environment. Um, the the waving. The, okay, I'm gonna stick with this for a second. The waving to the kids definitely has to lull you. Like it takes your focus away. Oh yeah. As a player. Oh yeah. Like it takes the intense. Like you gotta like get reamped up. Like you're turning around, and you're waving to kids. Like you're not in the war. Did you, did Let me you tell you, say, if I you, was, could you I, imagine? I didn't on the front look. Lines of Normandy, and they have to stop for a second did, to go wave I, at a hospital. Did you see there was Iowa fans on Twitter like claiming Penn State players didn't wave to the kids? Let me tell they you this no right class. now. Let me tell you this right now. <laughs> yeah. If I was a coach for Penn State, <laughs> and I looked over and saw Sean Clifford waving at that hospital. I'd bench his ass for a series. I swear to God. That's not the focus you need to win Big Ten titles. You focus on sitting there and you stomp on their hey, we throats. Have, we have class at Penn State. I don't give a shit. Hey, we, we, won, the, we won the ball game. Two, actually, 2-0 no. oh this week. 2-0. 2-0 oh. oh this week. Beat Iowa. Beat John O'Neill. Yeah. Beat the refs. Um, okay. Oh, my God. So, we, so game first. We, we win. Team looked Young in the first quarter. I thought James Franklin made a good point about that in his press conference. We just looked young in the first quarter, but second through fourth quarter, I thought the defense, I mean, the whole game, the defense thought, was really good. I, yeah. um, and I thought the second through fourth quarter, given the fact that we had negative yards in the first first quarter and ended up having 290 yards in the second yeah. three quarters, or the next three quarters, I thought um, I thought the offense moved the ball pretty well. Yeah. Overall. I, I, th- I thought it was pretty impressive how how well the offensive line was opening up holes for the running backs and that's something that i have not seen consistently over yeah. the past like three years and honestly both both sides of the ball offensive and defensive line i mean the, the defense penn state's defensive line owned oh game. yeah they were awesome robert windsor had a had maybe the best game the of best his career game. oh absolutely and I mean, Gross Matos, he's so freaking fast off the ball. It's like, he's good against the pass, but in the run, like, he's just causing havoc in the backfield. And I think uh, Penn State's game plan, like, after the the first quarter, they're kind of like, all right, we got their offense into a rhythm, and then we were like, all right, our defense is playing really well. We can just manage this game. Just don't make any critical mistakes. And we're gonna be fine. Yeah, that's and they and they yeah. did just that. They did not turn the ball over, um, and they they uh, my two keys before the game were don't turn the ball over and finish drives. And for the most part, Penn State finished the two biggest drives they need the three biggest drives they needed to finish. Um, and one of them we scored three touchdowns on actually, and had all three of them taken away. So Final I I'm, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna put that under 
the finish the drive category because that was absolute freaking bullshit. What John O'Neill and his and his crew did this weekend to Penn State. I don't I don't know like and calling it out. I want to hear your opinion on this. Like I try like we all joke like all oh, the refs are out to screw this team or that team or whatever. And it's like like what what is this? Because I actually question like the fact if he if this guy and this crew and and fairness to him it's not all him making all these calls both two of the three horrible hold, holding calls not him but overturning the touchdown he tried to overturn KJ's touchdown he was doing everything he could you could no. tell how he was looking, you, you doing everything he could the 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 fumbled snap giving the first down to he Iowa can't jump. and yeah. then um so I so I, I, qu- I question is is this guy and the <clears throat> crew fair to Penn State. I'm not I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist and I guess I should start playing this if that's the case, but but what uh, is what is this? Well, yeah. Well, how how can it be that the three biggest like screw-up games yep. refereeing wise where Penn State's playing in, it's all with this crew. Yeah, against Nebraska it's in 2012 all with this just, crew. just overturning a clear touchdown, ruling it a fumble, giving the ball to Nebraska, Penn State loses. And then Ohio State in 2014 was just, uh, I mean, every, everybody knows. If, if, if you follow football, you you know, I mean, two horrific calls just absolutely handed the game to Ohio State. Um, and then this, I think, was this was worse than the Ohio State game in 2014. Um, just I, I thought I thought up. the no touchdown was pretty much just on par with the interception. Really. It was because yeah. it was like clear. Yeah. It was so clear. I, it was clear. <laughs> I only watched the first quarter quarter and a half over again when I got home. Um, didn't know the Friar Muth touchdown was bad. Like, that was that was as obvious as it gets that that was a touchdown. Um, I mean, it was like he was going in to the replay looking for reasons to overturn. Like, there's there's zero... They called it a touchdown on the field. Yeah. Right. So, like, there's there's zero possible way they could possibly overturn it. I, I, like I said, I didn't watch the two holding calls. I know Ben Jones, just looking at tweets after the game, said that he thought the holding calls were legit. Uh, I'm, but I'm, talk- the, but the, I'm just I'm talking solely on – because there was the touchdown that got overturned, then the holding, then the holding on the next two scoring plays. He – just from reading what he said, I again, I didn't watch it. He said the two holding calls well, were there legit. Was, there was a hold, touchdown, yeah. then hold. Yeah. yeah. So he said those two holds were legit. So I'm not going to say he was screwing over Penn State with the two holds just because another person – you know, eye in the sky saw it. The as hold, well. on, yeah. the hold we, on the goal line that was not a. T- there was actually three holding calls. There were three holding. Touchdown calls. was bad. Though. The hold, the uh, the holding call in the end zone on the little like jump pass on third and goal. Yeah. Was yeah. what uh, Fryermuth got tackled, and then yeah. our offensive lineman got tackled, and they called a hold on us. Yeah. That um, was that was ridiculous. Then, it took like the refs like. 20 seconds to figure out what they were even they, doing. They had no idea what was going they had on. no and idea then, what and was then going on. When, at the end of the first half, when Nate Stanley was sacked inside the two-yard line on his own two, the defensive holding call was both, nowhere. The, both Todd Blackledge and Sean McDonough could not find it. Yeah. It was called very quick. I I don't I don't I don't know. The so, ref also threw the flag as Stanley was being sacked. So and they couldn't even find it. The the announcers said this is the, they could not find it. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what the Weak deal pass is. Pass interference calls. I don't know like, if this man uh, was slighted by Joe Paterno. Uh, I don't know if he had, what an episode. I, I, if yeah. he had something to do with the scandal, okay, and maybe maybe a family I'm member was, you, was affected. I'm, I don't know. I'm telling you, allegedly during the 2012 season, he 
sad too. Penn State players, you guys are lucky to be even playing football. Wow, is I'm that, not even I'm a, kidding. If that's the case, like, that's a that's a lot totally alleged. If, I've I heard that. But. If that's the case, then I mean, and, and but that's the, obviously like that's clear. If that's true, that is a clear bias right there. Yeah, I and I don't know how. I mean, I guess I could understand how the Big Ten would let him officiate Penn State games because the Big Ten hates Penn State just as much as he would hate Penn State. I mean, John Delaney and that and those clowns didn't come didn't defend Penn State when they got screwed um, by the NCAA and everything, and so. Um, and we and we gladly got to make that clear when we won the Big Ten championship, booing his ass yeah. off the field when he was handing us the trophy. So, yeah, that was just one of the weirder. We'll do I it mean, again this year. It was so frustrating. Yeah, it was so frustrating in a game that every single point mattered in an environment like that. We were playing on Iowa's terms. It was a game that Iowa. I mean, th- they thrive in in games like that. Yeah, where they just needed to get it to one possession at the end. Um, and they were able to do it in a weird way where just, a, again, crappy calls coming down the stretch, a phantom pass interference. And then um, they had that phenomenal and then, catch. And then, yeah, and then the that phenomenal like, catch. But so, how would – oh, go ahead. Well, are you going to – I was, it was so just kind of a segue. On this game and then, then yeah. move on. Um, Let me say one last thing yeah. after you're done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I also know. thought – uh, the way they were able to just get a first down yeah, after same. getting the ball back after that touchdown. It's rather large for you guys. That's is, something you guys have struggled with. It's something with, so. that they have, str- oh my God, struggled with so much. So James Franklin in the press conference said how this is the first time in a big game like this against a ranked opponent we were able to do that. And it was he said it was a critical moment for the program. It is that... That four-minute offense, the able to get the first down when you need to get it, was, to me, the piece that was always missing for this team where we could just line up and run it. And he talked about there was a few schematic changes that excuse me, that we made in the offseason because um, he noted how Penn State was just mainly just an inside zone team, just very strictly an inside zone team. Made some changes. The, the, the blocking schemes are actually more sophisticated now than they were last year. Um, and, you know, if... if this Penn State actually has a consistent, it's not explosive, but a consistent ground and pound running game. Um, I'm, that is a step forward towards, step the, forward. towards the process of t- Coach Franklin talks about um, scratching and clawing for every inch you can get to get from the top 10. We're a top 10 program in the country right now. Getting from that to top four, that is one of those inches that they need the clock to get. And that was a big step in this program Saturday And night. also one, so la- we'll one last thing. It seems like whenever Penn State would play against these better-ranked opponents, whether it be Ohio State, Michigan State, Iowa, Michigan, whatever, it seemed like they have a good, like a fair amount of negative running plays in those games. Like plays Penn where the State ba- does, Penn State does. I think the running the back, backs. I think the running backs almost still do for Penn State, except for Noah Kane. I think that's why Noah Kane should be the starter. Where the back is stopped. I didn't see very many. Where the back is stopped. And exactly. And this actually, game. I, I and this game. Few. I don't think there was a single play that went for like designed running play that went for negative yards. Yeah, and I, I think so. that there was um, there was. A part of it might have been, you know, Saquon and, and Miles Sanders were always looking for the big play. Yeah. Always. So part of it is. Um, I think it's O line, honestly. Yeah, I mean I the O line's better. I think the blocking schemes are better, and I think, I, I mean, especially Noah Kane. Was, I wasn't was as surprised they closed out that game as you guys were with that first down. I know you being Penn State fans oh, are a little traumatized. Watching, watching it again, watching the whole game again, <laughs> having third and three. 
I'm, I'm like, I'm watching it. I know where, what happens already. I'm already, I was like yeah, nervous. I, like, because I because it. it was like, I, I, I wasn't nearly as surprised because it was, like, if it was Wisconsin or Ohio State or like one of the top, like those two teams, like I would have been a little more skeptical about them closing that out. But I had no doubt really that they would close it out against Iowa. I, because they had run the ball well all night, and I think – I don't know. I just – I think I was pretty confident in that. But Penn State now is ranked seventh in the country. Yeah. So is that too high, too low, or just right? I think it's just right. I think it's just right. I think being ahead of – I think – I was surprised they jumped Notre Dame. We were talking about that. Yeah. You were adamant they wouldn't jump Notre Dame. I, well, I, I think they're better than Notre Dame. I was just – I just did not think AP voters would jump Penn State ahead of Notre Dame. Were you surprised Georgia went that far behind them no. to 10? No, I thought Georgia was dropping. That was a bad game. loss. That was a bad loss. That was a terrible um, loss. I, I was very surprised at uh, how Jake Fromm played. But, I mean, that stuff happens. We get a few of those every year where a team that is good um, runs into a team that, I mean, South Carolina has some athletes and they have a good defense. They did lose the game with – or Georgia did lose the game with South Carolina playing their third-string quarterback. So Yes, that's, that's not, not good. good. Um <coughs> <laughs> no, I, I would I, I would say I would say just right as well. I don't I think they're better than Notre Dame. Um, if you're asking me who I think wins on a neutral field, Georgia or Penn State, um, I would probably say Georgia right now. It'd be a tight game. Uh, I think I I've been yeah all year. Really, I've been, I think I think that'd be a toss. I think there's a lot of games. I don't think I'm not Penn, sure. Penn State would play tight with Georgia because Georgia's not explosive. Um, Schematically wise, I would say like they have athletes, but I think schematically wise, they always kind of play tight. Yeah, you don't know. You never seen put up 45, 50 points on teams that they probably could. Um, I think a real quick. Who do you think wins on a neutral site? Penn State versus Wisconsin. I'm gonna lean to Wisconsin, um, but I think it's a pick 'em. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a pick 'em. I think there's a lot of yeah. pick 'ems there. Um, I, I'm I'm with Galloway and I. Well, Do you guys watch College Football Playoff Show last night? No. What there was a playoff show? Yeah, so they're I, doing I, it. I watch college football live. They're doing time. so they're doing the three of them. They're hour longs with Herbie, uh, Davis, um, Pollock, Re, uh, Jesse, and Galloway. And then in three weeks, the official rankings come out. So the week after the Wisconsin Ohio State game, um, the week before LSU and Bama, and I kind of agree with what they said. Um, Pollock was a little more on he. I think he was tying kind of a lean to Penn State. Um, the other three were kind of leans to Wisconsin. I tend to agree with them. Um, but that's like a ten seven game, ten three game. Penn State Wisconsin. Yeah, but there's there's not a lot of there's not a lot of points scored. I back. think Penn State would be able to. I think Penn State would. Be Wisconsin's able to defense move is the good. Ball. Wisconsin has good, but Wisconsin they have not played, played a team that can move the ball. I mean, you'll find out more about yeah. against them against Ohio State, but yeah, I mean, I mean they've they've only played struggling offenses. Yeah, and I, again, like th- this weekend. You know, Penn State playing a really, really, really good defense, probably the second or third best defense in the conference. Um, Iowa or Michigan? Iowa. Iowa. Um, I mean, again, Penn State <coughs> had nine points just comp- just taken away from them. So if you were to tell me Penn State's going to go score on the road was twenty one twelve, go score twenty one or 21, 24 points, and you know, out or out gain Iowa or gain 300 yards in the last three quarters of the game. I would, I would have probably taken it because I, I knew that would have been enough to win. Um, and the game plan was very conservative. Penn State not one time took a shot downfield. Yeah. Um, I think they would take shots downfield. I'm not sure if that was by design, though. Like, I don't, there not... were a couple plays that, they, that you know, Dotson and, and, uh, and Fryermuth were streaking down the field and Cliff just couldn't get it to them. Um, yeah. there, but there were definitely – there was definitely a concerted effort to take less shots down the field 
I think, in an effort to have Cliff be more in a game manager role rather than putting the ball more in his hands, which I think is a smart move. Um, his first real road first test. Real test. But I think for Penn State, Wisconsin be 10 3. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I just think Wisconsin's defense is a lot better than we're giving them credit for. I think that's a really. I don't defense. think anybody is taking credit. I think it's American. And I think, defense, and I think Penn State's defense is really, really good. I just think Penn State's yeah. offense might be a little. Like I would say, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Penn State have the three best defenses in the Big Ten. Yeah. Now that's hard to say that without, like you said, with I mean, you got Iowa and Michigan there. No. Um, without seeing Wisconsin, I mean, you'll find out yeah, more about Wisconsin's defense I mean, when they play Ohio State. We'll it's impossible that. to say that. Who are the best defense? Michigan or Michigan State's defense? Michigan. Okay. We'll we'll find out about Michigan's defense this weekend because you give up twenty five points to Illinois. I can't in put a you, quarter. In a quarter. I can't <laughs> put you in the same nearly the same category it, as Iowa, Penn State, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. Well, I, I agree. I, I agree, but these. to be yeah. fair, let's not forget FAU put up a lot of points on Ohio State in the first game of the year. They put up twenty four. Okay, but that, but that was the first game of the year. Ohio State has been dominant. Obviously. Was Ohio? No, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm not. Look, if you're going to sit here and try to get me to say that Michigan's defense is good as Ohio State, we're going to be here for a long time. Like it's not. Yeah, even, I love how you could flip that. Script. Like it's not. We're also, sitting here like I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. Not as good. No, yeah, I'm not no. saying that. Like well, I'm not saying that well, at all. Colin, I'm just they saying gave, it, they gave up like, a bunch of master. Colin, they gave no, I'm just saying like we need to like wait a little bit. They gave up one quarter. Is they gave up those points to FAU, but wasn't it like 42-0? It was, was like 28 nothing when they started giving up points. Yeah. Which, I mean, Michigan was up 28 nothing too. But it, it, no, Don't get me wrong. I understand yeah. it's different. It's and Illinois is really bad. Yeah. But, like, I'm Illinois not going to judge. Like, I'm not going to judge the defense on one bad quarterback. It was on their third-string quarterback. I, I mean, it'll, it'll Well, be. also, Wisconsin made it look like they were playing, like, against a peewee football team against them. Yeah. They were able to just run right over them. I mean, yeah, they didn't even have to throw bad. the ball. So. I, the most shocking thing about Wisconsin – and this this floors me, is that they held Jonathan Taylor. You Michigan State. Michigan State, I'm sorry. They held Jonathan Taylor to 80 yards on 26 carries. That's and not lost, good. And lost 38. And lost 38. Yeah. Their offense is bad. Like, I don't understand. Like, that rush defense is really good if you're holding Jonathan Taylor to 80 yards. Well, like, they found really other good. ways to run the ball, too. John, it wasn't like John. They had, they had a big Cone run. Goes, Jack Cone goes 18 of 21. For only 180 yards, but gets the touchdown and no interceptions. I mean, 18 Man, that's perfect for them. Well, and yeah, like I said, like, didn't they hit like a like a jet sweep for like 70 yards? Yeah, 66 yards. Yeah, 66 yards. They had four. So I mean, that that got them. But I mean, holding yeah. Taylor in check to 80 yards. That's why, like, even last week when we were talking about the Ohio State Michigan State game, it's not. I wasn't impressed with Ohio State because of them throwing the ball. It's not like I think Michigan State's defense is a top seven or eight defense in the country, but I do think that run defense is mm-hmm. really, really, really good. Yeah. So when Ohio State ran for 300 yards, I was like, that's a great sign because that run defense is really good. So them holding John Taylor at 80 yards is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the rest of week seven, uh, Bama beat A&M 47-28. Uh, I rewatched all of that game, and I don't win, it, was thir- it was 34. I mean, and we watched most of the game. But I, uh, when we were in Iowa, but it was thirty-four to twenty. Anum got a stop, got the ball back, okay, and is moving down the field, and they make that game thirty-four twenty-seven. It's kind of starting to be a replay of the Clemson A&M game two years ago. Instead, they get enough, they get two first downs, and then um, Courtney Davis gets just a horrific, uh, unsportsmanlike penalty dead ball after an incomplete pass so it's second and 25 drive stalls alabama blocks a punt scores 40 to 20 games Game over. over um just just a a very fr- a very frustrating um very i would fr- say a&m is the biggest mystery in college football 
Yeah, I mean, you just don't know because they're they're a good team that if they don't had we think they are. They're, they're yeah, a good we don't team. know. They're a good team <laughs> that if they had a had like a a beneficial schedule this year, they'd be like seven and zero right now. You know. I, I if they mean, had like Minnesota schedule the first six games, of the well, year, I mean, Lindau, Lindau could coach Minnesota with that schedule, right? Okay, <laughs> so or if they had like Clemson schedule so far through the first six games, they'd be six and zero and ranked fifth or sixth in the country. I will say, instead, they've played, you know, three of the top twelve teams in the country, two of the top two, the number one and number two teams in the country. I will say, people were uh, doubting the Golden Gophers going into that Nebraska game, yeah, and they I was blew the doors off Nebraska. Yeah, the Golden Gophers. I'm not worried about I, them. I like. Also, how about all this? Nebraska talk before the season, they suck. Scott Frost is so overrated. They're so um, bad. He's, people want people just want Nebraska to be good so listen, bad. Aggies have to win the next four games. Uh, they got Ole Miss, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, UT, San Antonio, South Carolina, and then George LSU. But they got to win the next. They got to win all four of those. Yeah, and oh, then oh, even I, well, even I mean, then, they're 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 double digit favorite. They're an eight, foot, they're an eight point favorite against Ole Miss. Oh, they're only eight points against Ole Miss. Almost isn't bad, and their backup quarterback is dealing. He can run the ball. He's run. He's run like for a hundred yards every single game that he's played. Well, Rich Rod's calling the plays. Yeah, yeah. Great option. John actually. Rice Plumley. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, I would think that they would win the next four games. Um, and they've. They're the only. A and M has played, uh, other than um, UNC. Up until that point, A and M played Clemson the closest they had in, in a year and a half. And then um, A&M is the closest team. That's the first time A&M, any team has been within 15 points of Alabama uh, all year in the fourth quarter. So clearly A&M is, a, is a, an okay to good team, um, but their schedule is just I'm going to put real. them in the average category until I see them win these next four games. Then I'll say they're yeah. a really good 7-5 and five team. I think – well, yeah. I, I think they – They're just not there yet. They got – they just didn't look – Good when I watch them play Auburn, and I think if you're in a, a good well to above average team at home, I would yeah. like to. I would have liked to see them play better against yeah. Auburn. They played well, especially knowing what we know about Auburn now. They played, yeah. Well, again, I think that knowing what we know about Auburn, Auburn's a top twelve team in the country. I don't really know. I mean, well, yeah, but they're you can't. I mean, top they were very. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. Five. I think. Uh, I think Texas would beat Auburn I mean, still. Uh, I agree with that. You think Texas would be? I mean, Auburn has one of the best wins of the year so far. I mean, Oregon is freaking good. Like, Um, I I don't really know. They do. Uh, And they went on. They went on the road at loss to Florida. (laughs) Florida is clearly is actually a good team. I didn't think they were a good team, but they're they're actually. Where are they ranked? Auburn. Mm, Florida's nine. Mm. Um, Auburn like eleven. Nine. Oh, Auburn's a lot. Twelve. Eleven. So let, let's let's continue to run through this. LSU and Florida. Um, my biggest takeaway is Florida is actually better than what I thought they were because I think that um, I think LSU is is pretty good. Their defense, I think, is an issue, but I think yeah, that LSU that good. LSU offense is something else. Yeah, they're not as good as <laughs> Alabama though. Oh, I don't know. People are trying to put out LSU in front of Alabama. LSU, Alabama will Ooh. score a million points on Alabama. LSU will score a million LSU's points on Alabama. LSU is banged up right Alabama. now. They have four weeks to get healthy. And they have three. That that score is going to be like in the 50s. Yeah, but people <laughs> forget. They still have Del Pitt, and they have a first-round cornerback that's hurt. I mean, they're the troops yeah. are coming in. I mean, in, they're going to have to go to Alabama. Alabama. I think Alabama probably wins by 10. Uh, that's the line right now. So that's, no, that's the line right now. So that's not. Is that that's the not line? Right? Oh, that's I take a hot take. I take Alabama. But I mean, I, but, I, mean, yeah, well, I, mean well, I would take against LSU is better than Alabama. I honestly think they are. You think they're better than Alabama? I think they are better than Alabama. 
I think I mean, was, yesterday they were having a discussion. Well, is uh, is LSU does, do, they, does, do they deserve to be number one over Alabama? I think sure. they should be right now. They have the two best wins of any team in the country. It's, a, it's right not, it's now. Not be, it's not yes. best resume. I mean, it doesn't matter. Who's the best team? It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, if I you're mean, asking me who I think should be number one, like if the poll, if the rankings came out today. LSU's proven on the yeah. field against better teams I agree. that they're the better team. But, I mean, it's, it obviously doesn't matter. What matters it doesn't matter, is whenever but Alabama and LSU I, play yeah. each other. Do I think LSU can beat Alabama? Absolutely. I can't agree yeah. with put LSU. But yes. Oh, definitely. I think that that defense wants no part of whatever Joe Burrow's got cooking right now. And secondly, if that defense gets healthy, I don't think that defense, defense that I, defense doesn't have to be LSU of old. Without I don't offense. think a defense in the country wants any part. Of no, LSU's no offense, one wants right? that. LSU I mean, will score thirty-five and eighteen in this country. Like they, I mean, guys, Florida, Florida has a really, has a good, really defense. good defense. That's a really good defense, and he come had three and they dropped forty-two on him. He had as many yeah. touchdowns as completions. I, I think incompletions, in, yeah, as incompletions. Yeah. What I'm what I'm saying is LSU's defense doesn't have to get that much better. If LSU's defense is below average right now, if they can just get to average to slightly above average, I think they can beat Alabama. Um, right now, if they played, Alabama would probably win by 10. But, again, the troops are coming in for LSU, and that offense isn't going to get any worse. Burroughs played in another big – two more big games. It's not like he's going to be afraid of that environment at all. Yeah. I mean, I, also, when when has Saban ever had this bad of a defense? Never. That hey, it's de- not that the defense is bad. Let me start. Uh, yeah. L- l- okay. I wanted to say something about this. To can Alabama. We, can, we, can we pump the brakes on Alabama's defense being like this, like porous, like horrible Texas defense? Like their well, defense is pretty good. Alabama wise, they're not. Good. They're, if you're going we, by Alabama, we, it's the worst defense he's had. Okay. Yeah. Can, oh, all right. Wait, can we put everything in perspective? They are on the field all the time because Alabama scores in one play every single time. All they do is just score and score and score and well, score and score. So they're de- there's way more possessions. And there's way more opportunities for their defense to mess up or to, to be on the field and have uh, the opposing team score. Um, I don't think Alabama's defense is nearly as bad as you people are. are well, I don't know. It saying. seems like Alabama usually, they, like over the years, they've had these like incredible D tackles, very good pass rush. Very, de- I mean, it just I mean, doesn't they're, seem they're like they're hurt. getting after they've, the quarterback. They've been, they've been absolutely just like decimated with injuries. Oh yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not denying no, no, that. No, and that, that's again, I, I said this to you on our way back. There's a, if Dylan Moses doesn't get hurt, it's a top ten defense in the country. I mean, FBI has Alabama the fifth best defense in the country. So, well, really? FBI also had Michigan winning the Big Ten and it had, a, had a 64 okay, percent chance. It, right, but but that's a preseason thing. Like this has like it has like in-season uh, updates and stuff, although it has Penn State 14th best defense in the country. I'm yeah, I don't sure. buy so that ESPN-FPI thing. Buy I no. really don't like that metric. I mean, analytics in general, I don't really buy into, but well, that FPI... You know, before the season, that FPI had Ohio State at, like, 14th in the country? Yeah. 13th. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it Yeah. However, what I will say is Alabama's played three SEC games, and they've given up over 1,200 yards. That's not... Like, if you want to keep it in perspective, and it's not like this is a new trend. Clemson moved the ball on if them at will. If their defense has to play defense, they will they will make stops. They don't really. They, they, we saw in the national title game they couldn't do it. I think that's yet to. I think Alabama I think Alabama has a 15th best scoring defense in the country, so not some complete disaster. The, um, other than A and M, and we're saying A and M is an average to maybe good team. They've played bad teams. Like, their Sagarin is, like, I think it's, like, the 63rd, maybe. Penn State's a 66th-ranked schedule in the country. Well, I I mean, obviously right now, 
the biggest game on their schedule is LSU. And they're going the to have to The LSU Alabama game is exactly like the Ohio State Penn State game. It's literally yeah. the exact same. Like you what have the top dog Alabama. You have the oh, top I dog. Top. I thought, oh, I thought you were saying like how the game is going to play no. out. No, no, you have the top play, dog it's Alabama. Literally play out the exact opposite. <laughs> no, you have the top dog Alabama. You have the top dog L- or Ohio State. You have the up and comers in LSU and Penn State. Mm-hmm. Each team can lose a game between them, and if they win that game, they're probably going to play out. Yeah, yeah. Assuming you beat uh, Assuming Wisconsin. You, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't like that's kind of how I feel about that. But I don't. I mean, I don't think LSU. If Alabama's defense was as good against the run, I wouldn't find it to be that big of an issue. But without Dylan Moses, they struggle against the run. Yeah. I mean, I, they, they give up yards. They don't give up a lot of points for the yards that they give up. Um, that's all I'm I'm saying. And when they need to show up, they'll show up. Um, so, I, I'd like to put a lot of faith in them right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but we're, we're acting like their defense is like just is like – a train wreck. And I like, mean, I did not. It's not a lie. I'm not saying it's, it's a not train a wreck. I'm not saying it's a train wreck. I'm just. I'm saying that that is that is the. Tone I just said it was. The, I just said it was the worst. But if you're if, Saban's ever had, which yeah, it is, and it clearly is. Well, I mean, last year was up there too. No, last year's defense was last year's defense was pretty good. Yeah, last year's defense. I mean, it was the same exact conversation we had last year. Is this the worst defense Nick Saban's ever had? Yeah, and it's progressively getting worse. But I I said this to you, and the reason why is I said this, and I said this to you when we were watching the replay of the one versus two game. Kirby Smart was defensive coordinator from 2009 or 10 up until he left. The turnover of Saban's coaches, and Saban's addressed this. He acknowledges it. He says we have to have guys that are going to stick around because people are coming to Alabama. They're using Saban. They're using the unbelievable success they've had to get better coaching jobs. Every single year you're having coaches leave, and it's hurting his defense. It's hurting other aspects of the game. He's had his coaches leave all the time. It's, I'm not saying it's necessarily Saban's fault. If anything, it's a testament to how dominant they've been. The coaches are coming there and then leaving immediately. Yeah. But if you're asking why Alabama's defense has progressively kind of declined a little bit, to me that's the answer why. Not to mention the I fact disagree. that the best middle linebacker in the country the la- got hurt. The last two, yeah. year, the last two years, they they were have been just in, like insanely deaf. They had no depth at, on defense at all last year. They lost all their they lost all their linebackers. They had they had like seven in the rotation. They only they only, they only had three for most of the season. No, I, okay? I don't I don't disagree. This year is the same injured. exact thing. Plus playing more up tempo, that's huge. So I, it's, I don't I, disagree. So, I don't disagree with the injuries. I think but the, the difference. Fact, between, I think the fact that you know they're a top fifteen scoring defense in the country is is fine. They're not to me. They're not a liability. And I think LSU's defense is more of a liability than Alabama's defense. The difference between the difference between LSU's injuries and Alabama's injuries is LSU's guys are going to be coming back. No, I, Alabama's. See, I, don't think, I don't think it's all injuries for LSU. Alabama's top guys. Alabama's top guy's not coming back. Do you think it's not? It's not. It's not all injuries. Do you think LSU. Alabama? I think there is a. I think that they are struggling with the adjustment of having the, their offense be more up tempo and be on the field less, and their defense having to be out there on the field more. I think you know the way that Florida was able to march up and down the field is disturbing to me. If you're an LSU fan, that is very disturbing I, because Florida's I, offense is not very exactly. good, if and they did it true. on the road Florida. at night. Kyle Trask, first start on the road as a quarterback yeah. at any level since yeah. he was in junior varsity in ninth grade, and he went up there, went out Dude. there, and just and picked their defense apart. Here's my question: Do we agree that Texas has a good offense? Yes. And we agree that Florida is a better team with Trask. Yes, they are. So they are. I'm a far better. Is, team. So, I th- and I, I'm glad you brought up this Texas have a good offense. This is exactly my point. Oklahoma and LSU are supposed are like comparable. 
and these like who's a contender, who's not, who's a pretender. Oklahoma was absolutely more effective against Texas offense than LSU was. Well, the, yeah. the point, the yeah. point yeah. I, mean, I was trying to make. Their defense shut them down for the first half, yeah. absolutely the, shut them down. LSU wasn't even close to the same level as Oklahoma's defense. The, well, the point I was trying so, to make with asking that question is, as far as yards allowed, LSU ranks higher than Alabama. Right, but Alabama well, isn't I, giving up the points. I That's think I point. think the yards. They, they make the stops when you need to make the stops. LSU does not do that. They just give up points. That's an issue. I mean, I, I don't. I think both defenses have problems. Obviously. Yeah, I, I don't. I, mean, I don't I, think this Alabama is just going to show up when they need to. Thing I mean, I we think, saw it in the national championship last year. They weren't able to. do I it. think both defenses obviously have problems. And I mean, they they could probably do it against ten teams on their schedule, eleven teams on their schedule. They could probably show up and shut them down. But it's yeah. when you're going against the top six teams in the country. Do I think that Penn State would probably be able to run the ball in Alabama? Yeah. I think Wisconsin probably could. I think Ohio State could. I think Georgia's a bad matchup for Alabama. I think Georgia's a really bad, I agree. I think Georgia's a really bad matchup for Alabama. I think Georgia's a harder matchup for Alabama than LSU. Kirby, Kirby Smart should have, like – Kirby Smart should have beaten him twice. Kirby Smart should have beaten him twice. It's honestly ridiculous. Kirby Smart I, hasn't beaten him. I think him. that there is a – there's a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit of a disconnect here. Who is going to stop them? We say there's like a bad matchup, like a little bit, like offense to defense with Alabama against other teams that have good offenses. Like Alabama is going to score 50 points on every team they play. I don't think so. What tells you otherwise? How are you you supposed to stop five players that if anyone touches the ball at any point in the field, they can just score? It's like a video game. I will say Tua has definitely... uh... He has looked uh, a little below average when he faces very good. When he faces top defense. Okay, he he played good defenses at the end of last year. He was also pretty badly injured at all those points. They had to pull him out of the SEC championship game because he was so hurt. Again, this is what I'll say, and this is the same thing I've said all year. Alabama will, from between the 20s and between the 20s, they will move the ball at will. There's no stopping that. It's once they get inside the red zone. The two good defenses they played last year, they had 35 points against Georgia, and they had how many against Clemson? Because Clemson was able to hold them to field goals. It's not the same team. They're way more explosive this year. Do you think Alabama's— They're scoring a a ton of their points from outside the red zone. Who's stopping them? This is—we can say they're not the same team last year, but up until the Clemson game— this was going to go down as the greatest Alabama, greatest football team of all time, is what people were saying. Okay, and they, they, and they and that's true. That's a fact. And statistically, fact. they were on the same. They were on. They had as many yards as Clemson, and the right. difference was Clemson converted every third down and finished every drive. Alabama was not able to get, to convert third downs, and they were not able to finish drive. It just came down to that. Your point is your point's correct. Where in the in the red zone, that's where the game was won. Right. But let's not act like Clemson just blew the doors off of Alabama. The score was a lot worse. Than the, than the game actually No, but was. if you're asking what's the formula to beat Alabama, you have to run the ball well, which Alabama seems to be a little weak in that area. And secondly, you have to be able to hold them to field goals in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, two or three an interception in the red Once that you get inside the red zone, the end zone acts— He's got 21 touchdowns. It acts as a 12th defender. That's what right, Ryan just, Day was I'm talking about to, on his interview today. It's a 12th defender. And look, I'm not saying Alabama's not great. It's one of the— you it's just the best offense in the country. You're not posing like a question like, how are you going to stop them outside the red zone? You're not going to. Okay, well then I'm, it's I'm once not you really... get the game, it doesn't. How nothing matters. To, how are you going to catch their wide receivers that are five yards ahead of your guy to stop them in the red zone? You have to have a team like a, for example, like in Ohio State, that has three first round picks at corner. You have to have a Clemson that's going to have a pass rush that's going to be able to get there, or a Georgia. 
I mean, that's what you have to have. That's why there's only three or four teams that could beat Alabama because you have to have those type of things to do it. Well, and secondly, that. playing man coverage on Alabama, you can mix it in. But without fast those receivers are, you can't do it. That's why my argument is LSU and Georgia are not two of those teams. I oh, think Georgia is. Did, I, did we just did we just watch Georgia on Saturday? Georgia looked has looked has a loss like that the last two years. I, I wouldn't and, they, and, they still and, and look, they still I still haven't beaten Alabama. We got to move on though. We're, I, we're I just I don't really know. Long. I think that's I um, think Georgia's definitely good. As one of those teams. Oklahoma and Texas. Let's run run through that real quick. Um, they played some defense. There was there was some that defense was stunning in the first half. That was it yeah. was a low scoring like slugfest. That was not what I was uh, yeah. expecting. But yeah. they they ended up turning it up a little bit in the second half. They yeah. hold them each other yeah. down for so long. Yeah. Um, I got we haven't done this in a couple weeks, but um, twelve I got, reasons why for Texas. I got I got to pull it out yeah. for. Um, they have no defense. They can't tackle. Number three, they got a coach who cheats on his wife, according to Zach Smith. And Zach Smith's always right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, doesn't have a QB that's as good as Kellen Mond. I think that's that's pretty certain. Um, is the four, is wow. I think now they're the fourth best team in Texas. At oh. least at least the third best team in Texas. SMU is the best team in Texas. Would you say Texas or AM? Texas. Texas. Nope. <laughs> the Aggies. Texas. Um, they're not. The Texas <laughs> is not back. They're not as good as AM. Sam Ellinger is overrated. Lives in the shadow of Oklahoma. They're not back. They're out of the playoff race. Again, they're not as good as AM. And for all these reasons, Texas, they're, they're welcome. There the may team. have been a little bias in that. Yeah, Maybe a little bit. I've been wait, I've been waiting seven weeks to, to pull out the uh, the Texas thirteen reasons why. They're not. They're I, not back. But I have a question. Now that we are on this category, Garrett. I just God, I can't. I I wish I we shouldn't be going back to this. Is there any teams you think can beat Alabama? Or is this just the greatest football team ever assembled? Because you make it seem until, like there's no um, one that can beat them. And Clemson already smoked their ass last year. Until a team in the particular season beats Alabama, I we don't think Alabama. We I don't think on. Alabama. Like, we I'm talk, just, like, we talked was, about who this Who's going to guess? Can, can LSU beat Alabama? Yeah, there's a bunch of teams that can beat Alabama in this fantasy yeah. world that we Well, not in. a oh, fantasy world. It's not a fantasy world. I'm saying they're going to lose to. No, actually, they might lose to Auburn. Auburn's a bad matchup for them. They might lose to Auburn. That's a bad that's matchup. Only, that's the only team every year that I'm like, if this team is relatively good, like Alabama will find a way to lose. And it's at Auburn. And if Auburn is like 9-2 and two going to that game, they will find a way to lose that game to Auburn. Because Auburn, Auburn at night against Alabama has that Kinnick at night feel against every team. Let me put it like this and why it, it's different than past years. Every other year when Alabama goes to play this national championship, they're at least seven-point favorites to every team they play. This year, they would be two-point favorite to Clemson. They'd be a three-point favorite to Ohio State. So clearly, the unbiased people of Vegas, who only care about money, clearly see that that gap isn't as wide as it was. I, I mean, I, I think right now they're, they're looking at their defense too much. I don't – like, they're, okay, yeah, their defense has leveled off and decreased some a lot because of injuries, a lot because of the style of play of offense, a lot because of the turnover and the coaching staff on defense. But – I don't think people give enough credit to how absolutely undefendable Alabama's offense is. I don't, they, oh, they, yeah. they can pick a number they want to score, and they can score it. I think Not there's any, like, there I think there's like there four defenses in the country that can hold them to like field goals in the red zone. Absolutely. Okay, Penn State. Again, which is all that matters. Again. That's all that matters. How they, Alabama. Alabama would annihilate Penn State. How are those mm. corners supposed to stop those those wide? I would be oh, – I, 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 it would be – a horrible they, matchup. 
It, that's the worst possible matchup Penn State could have. Oh, yeah. my God. I, I get, like, nightmares, like, thinking about, like, how Penn State would stop Alabama's defense. They would stop the run. They, they would literally they just have to. Run. They would literally just have to get pressure into it. Yeah, that's the only way. Oh but I mean, I, that I would just be a miserable game to watch. I think it would be quick yeah. slants for fifty yards all day long. Yeah, I would. I, yeah. I um, uh, no man. All right, so Dow, who's your top four right now and first two out? Oof. Top four. I mean, I I have to put LSU at number one. I'll put I'll put Alabama at two, Ohio State at three, Clemson at four, and then the next two I'd say I'd say Oklahoma five and Wisconsin six. That's fair. Um, yeah, I go Alabama one, LSU two, Ohio State three, Oklahoma four. Um, I think the the dreams, uh, and then five and six I would go um, Clemson and uh, Wisconsin. I think the dreams of a of a four team SEC champ or SEC uh, uh, final four is are, are dead after Georgia's Georgia's loss. But I think it's time to start revving up the four Big Ten teams in the playoff train. The the, the well, Golden Gophers before I before, are no slouch. Well, before I give the whole my top four. And by the way, my gap between one and two is pretty big. I actually, honestly think actually no no no. Uh, my gap between one and two is not as big because I think Ohio. I, although I put, I put I put LSU. Second. Listen, I put LSU at two because I think that they're not nearly as good as Alabama, and I put them ahead of Ohio State because their re- resume is better than Ohio State's. So but you're going like two I, different criteria. I here. think but, so between LSU and Ohio State. I think the gap between one and two. If LSU, hear me out. You here. think the gap hear between me, one and two is as big as three and two? No, no, no. Listen, but you no, have no, three no. behind yeah, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. The gap between. <laughs> This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Listen, yeah. The gap. Think about it, the, we got to be consistent here. The gap between one and three, if this makes sense, is narrower than the gap between one and two, if the teams have to play head to head. Garrett's like the you, gap you, between you, one and listen, three is fifteen listen, points listen, narrower than one and two. Do, is do you understand what, what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I, have Ohio State I was about three. to ask you this because I was sitting here. And I, I was have like, Ohio State three, <laughs> mainly because of LSU's resume. I'm giving them some love. I can't put them any higher than two. LSU. I think that Alabama and Ohio State would be a much better game than LSU and Alabama. It's, I honestly think this year more than ever, I think anyone in the top ten could beat anyone. Seriously, I think uh, anyone in the top I five think, can beat anyone. I think this year more than ever. I still, I think anyone. I'm still not I think, sold on. I think I'm not. Anyone, I'm not exactly sold on Notre Dame. I think anyone Dame. in the top five plus Georgia, so those six teams could beat anyone. But right, before you, I get my top four, the last three weeks, not to come at Garrett or anything, because this is just a testament to everything that's happened we've been saying look how good the sec is three teams in the top seven well now what are we looking at three big 10 teams are in the top seven you're seeing penn state's actually pretty damn good wisconsin seems to be legit and ohio state's one of the top two teams georgia and auburn are fine and florida so what's your top four Colin? uh and the top two teams in the country are in the sec they're they're with they're both in the sec west (laughs) lsu ohio state alabama oklahoma clemson wisconsin um, I don't think that's crazy at all. It's the exact same, it's the exact same four that Herb Street and Pollock and Galloway have. So I don't think it's that crazy. But here's my question for you, Gary. And I'm glad you said that we we acknowledge that you were going off like eight different criteria here for how you do this four rankings. Because no, I'm going you, after. No, I'm not doing different. Criteria. If you have Ohio State last week, you had Alabama one, Ohio State two, LSU three, right? Right. So Alabama and Ohio State, 
as far as how they've looked beating teams, there's no difference. I could actually even argue Ohio State has looked better because of their defense and how they've beaten teams. So how does LSU's win move them ahead of Ohio State, but it doesn't move them ahead of Alabama? Because Alabama just went on the road and beat a ranked opponent in a tough environment. Ohio State, I mean, Ohio State uh, uh, Alabama's a better win this year than Ohio State does. Ranked opponent. Uh, actually, actually, Ohio State has two has a ranked win, and Alabama doesn't. Against currently ranked teams. Against currently ranked teams. Uh, okay, I, I think the currently ranked team statistic is the dumbest statistic in all of college football. I don't okay? think so. Because if you go and beat the shit out of some ranked team, they're going to drop out of the rankings. Well, okay. I mean, Ohio State has the ranked one against Michigan State. Though. I think at the end Remember, of the Michigan year. Michigan State's out of the top 25. Yeah, but Ohio State would have. That's what I'm saying. If we're not going off ranked teams right, but now, they, they played, Okay, but they played at home at night, and Alabama played on the road at Kyle Field, which is a tough environment to play. No, not according to Herb Street. Well, no, they don't win because, the team, to Herb because the team usually sucks. They're getting better, though. I mean, um, I don't know. So, no, I, I, think, I actually think that. My, what I was getting at was I think the gap between I think that if Alabama and Ohio State were to, I didn't I didn't portray it correctly if Alabama and Ohio State were to play that would be a much better game than Alabama and LSU okay I put LSU <clears> at two <throat> because do you think they, it's a one score game they Alabama and Ohio, Ohio State, State yeah or Alabama and LSU Al- both uh, I mean it depends neutral location I would I think it's a I think it's about a touchdown to ten point game Alabama over LSU. I think Alabama and Ohio State's a toss-up because I think Ohio State can play defense, and I think that they can move the ball. Um, LSU is very one-dimensional on offense, and their defense. I mean, they're. I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll buy that. I'm not. I'm not insane. I'll buy that. I'm not insane. Um, I just. I think. And again, until I'm proven otherwise, for the most part, of Alabama getting to the title game, and. Or somebody knocking them out and not getting to the playoff or something. They've made they've made it to the playoff every single year. I don't know how you can really bet against them in the regular season until something changes. Is that fair? Is that fair? They've made it to well, the only team. No, to make I mean, it to every I mean, look, LSU playoff. has never had an offense like this. Uh, again, I'm as I'm about as high as LSU on LSU as some. I'm pretty high. I love. On, I love I'm pretty Joe high Burrow. on LSU as well. Joe, I think Joe Burrow should win the Heisman. If he, if Joe Burrow beats yeah, Alabama, I mean, he's going to win the Heisman. We, I mean, we forget like but, five years ago or six years ago when, uh, I mean, A and M and Alabama played a Big Twelve game. No, Alabama I, being 49-42, and, and Alabama went on the A and M was up twenty-one nothing that that year. Starting was that at A&M? they won the. No, they're up fourteen nothing. The game they lost the year before, they're up twenty one nothing. The game they won. Yeah, I, but, I just, so I, I think my my point is in the regular season until somebody can consistently, it's always some team out of the woodworks that beats Alabama randomly or whatever. And it didn't happen last year. They've won like twenty three straight regular season games until somebody beats them. Like I don't know how you can pick against them in the regular season. I don't. I don't think any of us, you know, gun like a gun to my head, I wouldn't pick Alabama to beat LSU. Yeah, see, that's but. Do I think LSU can beat Alabama? Like, yeah, if they play, if they play ten that, times, yeah. I think LSU could win three or four of those. Saying that, yeah, uh, I'm not. I think they maybe could win two at a neutral site, definitely. Um, and I think Burrow's just a dog. I really, I, mean, wish, I, think he's a weird I, I really wish the game was at LSU. All right, I think that I know, would that'd be so difference. sweet. Yeah, um, I would drive to Baton Rouge. <laughs> Penn State, Michigan preview. What what a prediction preview. Let's try to keep it. We're at fifty minutes, so let's try to keep it. Uh, under under five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we can get in right. our our stone cold lead pipe locks that have been a train wreck, especially for me. But Dow, what do you think? Well, we say be quick, I and think... Dow goes well and pauses for ten seconds. <laughs> well, 
Uh, I think Michigan is going to have a hard time moving the ball. They haven't proven that they can move the ball against good competition. Uh, Wisconsin, Iowa. I mean, they had one big play against Iowa, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. And they're going into the, into the whiteout at night. I think Penn State runs the ball pretty well. I think they hit on a couple big plays. I think Michigan might come in a little overzealous with the blitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I see it. I see twenty four to seven. Okay. Penn State. Um. Yeah, I don't know how this this game is gonna go. Honestly, uh, I think that I actually think Michigan will probably be prepared. Um, much more prepared than twenty seventeen. I think it'll be a better game. Oh, and let's not forget that game was fourteen thirteen going. Uh, the twenty seventeen yeah. game. Yeah, and then Penn State. Penn State blew the doors. And then Penn open. State blew the doors. Um. Mm-hmm. I think I would not feel as comfortable if this game was on the road, obviously, but since it's at home, I'm not sure how much Michigan can do. I think they will move the ball some. I think they scored anywhere from 10 to 17 points, but I think Penn State will probably – I'd go Penn State probably 21-13, 24-13. Just factoring in the environment, I think Cliff and the offense will be a little more comfortable. Um, Michigan's still talented. Give them a lot of crap. They still have a solid defense, and they still have athletes and weapons on offense, which worries me a little bit. I think this team is better than Iowa, so this is the best team we've played all year. Um, and so I think I, I don't think Penn State can screw around and win the game. I, oh, think they, no. I think they have to play well, and I actually think they have to play better than what they did at Iowa to win this game. If they play the same way, they will not win. I will so. say that Michigan offense has looked incompetent. Yeah, it hasn't looked very good. <laughs> Colin? Um, that line is nine, right? I, if it goes up to ten, yeah. oh, I like wow. I like Michigan at nine now. Um, mm-hmm. I think Penn State wins. I like Michigan at nine now. If it goes up to ten, uh, that's I'm a huge Michigan lean on ten points. Um, reason being, I we not to name names. Well, I'm not even gonna name names, but Garrett and I have uh, met you know people around the football program, stuff like that. Um, talked to one guy, played a couple rounds of golf with him. Guy that's an offensive analyst for the team, and he specifically told me the one game that the bye week was so crucial was the 2017 Michigan game Mm -hmm. because Michigan's defense is so complicated. And actually, Urban Meyer went out and pointed to Penn State's defense being the most complicated in the Big Ten right now. But from what he told me was Greg Schiano and um, Don Brown's defenses, those are the two that are the two hardest to prepare for. He said that without that bye week, that game against Michigan in 2017 would not have gone nearly like it did. Mm -hmm. I think not having the bye week to prepare for that defense does hurt them. I think Penn State wins. I like it within the nine. I think it's something like 21-17, maybe like 17-10. I don't think there's a lot of points at all. And honestly, until I see Clifford against a really good team light it up, then that's when I think he'll – that's when I think you'll be like, oh, well, they can beat a team like a Michigan by 14 or 17 points. Yeah. Um, but as long as, you know, I, I like Michigan within the nine as mm-hmm. of right now. Fair enough. All right, but, again, um, we're all picking Penn State. Yeah. No. What is uh, – Let's go Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. Uh, Colin, 4-2 on the year. Dow's 3-1 on the year. He's hot. I'm an abysmal 2-5. and five. It's, I'm single-handedly holding the group back. We're 9-8 and eight on the year, so we have a winning record. I'm going to have to say that, not, and I've done this now too, not putting your lock of the week in, it's bad mojo for the lock of the week. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is two weeks in a row. I get the lock. I get, like a lock, I get my lock of the week midweek. I like... I look it up, and as the week goes on, and the more and more I look at it, I get more and more doubts. I'm like, I don't like it anymore. It's not a lock. So I'm, I'm really not even picking locks. I'm just picking teams I kind of like, apparently, on Wednesday. But um, we're 9-8 and eight on the year. Uh, we have a guest pick that is sent in 
from a mystery picker who oh. can't have his identity revealed, but he wow. is wants to go as Johnny Beards from out Midwest way. Okay. I do know that the man is from Iowa. Okay. <laughs> I, right. I know. It. Um, so that's all I can reveal. I don't think he can legally um, gamble on college football in a public forum okay. for, uh, <laughs> for NCAA reasons. Yeah. But he likes Florida minus six against the Gamecocks. Bad dick. He stole my pick. <laughs> all right. You hate to see it. Um, do I have to find another one? Or no, you're good. One? You're good. I, think. I mean, I'll give two, I guess. Right. I, well, you got to pick one. I got it at five. I have Florida one. at five and a half, so I might. All right, well, we got to go. We got to go with one. Yeah, um, so you're going Florida. So at five Colin's and a half. going Florida five and a half. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Right. I'm going. Uh, is that game at South Carolina? Yeah. And Holinsky is playing, but a little banged up. Yeah. I'm going with the Minnesota Golden Gophers minus twenty eight and a half against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. I see you're uh, I you think, are taking my uh, my theory of just taking uh, yeah uh, Ruck, or against Rutgers any moment. I I think uh, this one kind of just speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rutgers is an absolute train wreck. Threw for one passing yard last week against an Indiana defense that isn't even good. <laughs> Not good. Not good, and they shut them down. Yeah. I think Minnesota is better than Indiana. What time is that game at? If three thirty. Three. Okay, it's, it's not a sleepy noon game in no. the sky. Right? <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm gonna, I like. I, will, I like I the twenty eight. That's my lock of the week. Um, mine Minnesota twenty eight. Uh, App State at home minus fourteen against UM, UM love, Monroe. Love the This is. The pick I love the most. I've loved the most all year. If I don't win this one, am I quit gambling? Hey, let me tell you, everyone. Anyone who's listening, jump on Toledo minus one and a half. Jump on I think, Toledo. I think that's, uh, I think I that's love Toledo. At, at a... No, I like. I talk to my friends back in Toledo <laughs> a lot. I've been on Toledo three straight weeks this year, and they've covered all three weeks. These guys are monsters against the spread. They're only giving one and a half points at Ball State. It's not like Ball State's great. I'm on the Rockets. Give me the Rockets. Holy Toledo. Holy Toledo. Give me the Rockets. App State is a cover machine. I'm App State is a cover machine. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts now, so like and subscribe and follow us there. We'll, we'll post those links out. Thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah. Good. All righty. Good week of football coming up. Again, not as good as last week, but. But hey. Yeah. Beat Michigan, baby. Like, listen, and share. So I still have to figure out what channel Ohio State Northwestern's on. Big Ten Network. I bet they moved to Big Ten Network. Oh, well, there we go. We're on Big Ten Network. Ton of hurt coming for Shay.